All right, we are in uh, the book of Matthew, chapter 14. Again, if you've got your U version or whatever, you can, you can always pull that up. Matthew, chapter 14 is where we're going to be tonight. And I'm going to just, I'm going to read the story. We've got 11 verses we're going to read through here, and then I'll, I'll get into it. So we're starting in verse 22 of Matthew, chapter 14. It says, immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter said, Peter replied, Tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink, crying out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You have little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. So this is a story that if you've been in church very long, you're familiar with it, right? Jesus walked on the water. These guys are in the middle of a storm, and Jesus walked on the water, and there's two different instances in that story where it says they were afraid. We're in this series called Monster, talking about fear. And so we're going to look at one of those things. What were the disciples afraid of? The storm. Why? Because And the ghost. The storm and the ghost. The storm because they thought they were going to die in the storm, right? You know, um, y'all probably don't remember. Anybody here seen the movie The Perfect Storm? I was like in high school when it came out, I think. I remember seeing it in the theaters. But yeah, they thought they were going to die in this storm. Like it was going to capsize the boat and they were all going to be dead. And so they were obviously very afraid. You know, there was a strong storm happening. Uh, in John 16, in, in the version in John, it describes a little more. It says the strong wind was blowing and the waters grew rough. But that's just another def, you know, kind of description of the storm. But yeah, they're in this storm in a boat. And I don't know about y'all, I'm not much of a boat person, but I tell you what, when I'm on a boat, I don't want it to be storming. Like, I want beautiful seas, I want sun, and, you know, a light breeze. It's all I'm, re it's all I'm comfortable with when I'm on a boat. And the other thing they were afraid of, which somebody already said, was they thought they saw a ghost, right? It's, it's like almost dawn. It said it was like, you know, real late in the night, almost early morning, and there's a dude walking on the water when you're in the middle of a storm. Yeah, you're freaked out. They're like, holy cow, it's a ghost. That's not cool. And so they freak out. They're afraid. They're terrified of these two things. They're afraid of, of, of the storm. And then Matthew 14, 26, where it says they thought it was a ghost. And so they are very afraid of this situation. Now, that's what the, uh, the movie clips had to do with. Those were all things where they were afraid of a situation. They were afraid of the scare shortage in the movie. And they're afraid because they're banished to... Siberia or whatever it is where the abominable snowman's hanging out. And you know, and they're afraid of these situations that they've gotten themselves into. And in, in every one of these cases, the problem was that they couldn't control the situation. Right? If we're in control, we're cool with that. We, you know, we feel very confident in ourselves all the time. But when we get in a situation where we have zero control, that's when we begin to get afraid. And that's what happened to these guys, is they're afraid of this situation. They have no control over the boat, no control over the weather, and there's a ghost walking towards the boat. Right? This is like movie stuff right here, you know? Um, I'm telling you, they just, you know, they're making, they keep making these Bible movies. I'm like, if y'all will just make the Bible, it's crazy enough as it is. You don't got to add weird stuff to it. Um, they, you know, they, they screwed up Noah, and they're making one about Exodus. I hope they don't screw it up. But uh, the Bible's pretty crazy. So that's what happened. They're, they're about to die because of the storm in the boat, 
and there's a ghost walking on the water. That's what that's where they're at now. What happened? Where did they? Where in the story do they stop being afraid? Yeah, that you know they, they or he actually tells them not to be afraid even before that point. Although you're right, but even before that, Jesus shows up and he says, "Is in Matthew fourteen twenty seven. It says, what Jesus immediately said to them, "Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid." Now I find this interesting because what Jesus did not say was, "I'm going to stop the storm." Right? He didn't say that. He said, "Hey guys, I'm here. Don't be afraid. You, you don't have to freak out." I am here. He doesn't say anything about the storm. He doesn't say, don't worry, I'll calm it down, don't worry, we're going to make it. He, you know, at that point, they might have still died. He, you know, I mean, he, I don't know. I mean, everybody dies at some point. That could have still been their time. Jesus didn't have to stop the storm at that moment. All he said was, take courage in his eye. I'm here. Don't be afraid. You know, and sometimes we go through those kind of times, you know, we're going through a hard time, something, uh, you know, a situation we just have no control over, it'd be a family situation or a health situation, and we just have no control, and you know, sometimes God lets us walk through those things. Okay, so, you know, he doesn't always stop the storm, he doesn't always do that. There's an old song from when I was a kid, an old Christian song called, you know, and, and the chorus went, sometimes he calms the storm and other times he calms his child. Sometimes he does, sometimes he'll fix the situation. Sometimes he will change the scenario, but other times he doesn't. Other times he wants us to be calm in the midst of the storm. You see, it wasn't because the storm was going to stop that they that they that they stopped being afraid. That wasn't what they stopped being. Why he told them not to be afraid? He told them not to be afraid because he was near. When Jesus is near, that takes away our reason to be afraid. And so, whatever you know, when we're going through these hard times and we go through scenarios, and some of you guys are probably thinking about things. Right now that you are going through or have gone through, we don't have to, we, you know, he doesn't tell us, I'm going to stop it. He tells us, I'm close by. And these are scriptures throughout the throughout the, the Bible. There's these scriptures where Jesus, where God says, don't be afraid, not because I'm going to change things, but because I am here. In Psalm 23, we all, you know, most of us know the 23rd Psalm. In verse 4, it says, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Okay, that's the NIV, if it's a little different than what you're used to, you know. Uh, where you, you might be used to the shadow of death, is what I'm used to, the valley of the shadow of death. But, you know, again, he doesn't say, because you're not in the valley anymore. He says, because you're with me. You know, that's the, the person talking to God. Say, even though I walk through this hard time, you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. In Psalm 118.6, it says, the Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Again, he doesn't mention the situation. We don't know what the situation is. Based on this amount of context, what we do know is that the author of this psalm is saying, I don't have to be afraid no matter what the context is, no matter what the situation is, because God is with me. And then God himself said, Isaiah 41 says, so do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. And then it keeps going. But, you know, th th that's the main point, that when God is with us is when we don't have to be afraid. You know, it, it's natural for us to be afraid in hard times. But the, the, the big thing is when we're afraid of circumstances and we're in, you know, a class that we think we have no chance of passing or we're, there's a, a family crisis happening that we have no idea how it's going to end or there's a health crisis in somebody you know or in you that, that you have no idea what's going to happen. There's no guarantee that the earthly situation is going to change. There is a guarantee that God is going to be with us. And that's where I want us to get tonight, that whatever we're going through... God is with us, and that is our reason to not be afraid. And, and, and in this story, it turns out Jesus did have control over the circumstances, 
Because when they, Jesus and Peter, climbed into the boat, the wind died down. So he did take care of the circumstances too. Like he took care of that. He had that unlocked. But he said, I don't want you to be afraid, not because of the storm is going to stop necessarily, but because I'm with you. And even when Peter got out and began to walk to him, I don't have this on the on the on the, the the screen there but when peter gets out and begins to walk towards him he he's looking at jesus he's focused on jesus he's walking on the water and then he looks around he notices the wind and the storm and the lightning and the you know and that's when he starts to sink but even then jesus says hey why are you afraid i'm right here it says jesus reached down and picked him up so he, he got close enough to jesus like physically that jesus could pick him up and reach him and grab him out of the water so jesus is like dude why are you freaking out i'm right here you were focused on everything else but I'm right here and I haven't gone anywhere. And so no matter what situation we are in, when we focus on Jesus and we know that he's near to us, we don't have to be afraid. I heard a story about a little kid named Johnny. And uh, Johnny was in the kitchen while his mom was helping make, you know, mom was making supper. He's helping his mama, you know. You know, when you're like four and five and you help your mom make supper and you just make a bigger mess than you're actually helping, right, when you're little kids. So that's, that's Johnny. You know, Johnny's chilling at home and, and he's helping his mom make supper. And she's like, hey, will you do me a favor? Go in the pantry and get me a can of tomato soup. Get me a, give me a can of tomato soup. And so he's like, and, and, and so he's like well, but, but the, the pantry's dark. It's, and I'm, I'm kind of scared. He's like, five, you know. He's a mom, it's dark, and I'm scared. And she said, come on, just go in. You'll be all right. But still, he's like, mom, I'm scared. I'm scared. I don't want to go in there. She said, so finally the mom says, okay, you know what? It's okay, because Jesus will be in there with you. So Johnny walks up to the door real slow, and he opens it, and he looks in. It's real dark inside still. And, 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 and he shuts the door and starts to turn around, and an idea comes to him. He's like, oh, I got this. So he turns around, he opens the door, he goes, hey, Jesus, if you're in there, would you hand me that can of soup? <laughs> right? Because he's afraid, but he knew Jesus was there. Here's another story about Johnny. One night, one night, Johnny was going to bed, but it was thunder and lightning real bad. It was a bad thunderstorm. Now, Wes and I grew up in Florida, where these happen a lot. We have literally slept through low-grade hurricanes. Um, when I was... About third grade, I think a category one came through Lake Wales and I slept through it. I kid you not, I did. Um, you know, and so thunderstorms, like I'm one of those dudes who went at lightnings, I want to sit on the porch and watch, right? Like, you know, and so 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 Johnny's scared, he's a little kid still, you know, and, and it's real bad thunder and lightning, just real bad, and, and he you know he doesn't want to go to bed by himself. So his mom's trying to tuck him in and turn the light off, and he's like, Mom, will you stay in here with me? Mom, will you stay in here with me? You know, you sleep in here with me tonight, so, so I don't be scared. And and she's like, No, she's like, I gotta go, I gotta go to you you know, I gotta go to bed with 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 your dad. I gotta go sleep in daddy's room. And and he's like, "Come on, mom, sit with me." And she's like, "No, no, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go to sleep sleep in, with in daddy's room with him." And so it got real quiet. And she starts to walk out, and you know, she thinks he's done protesting. And so he uh, she opens the door, and she she's almost at the door. She reaches to turn the light off, and she hears Johnny go, "Big sissy." <laughs> Right, because it was the nearness of the mom at that point that was going to make Johnny feel safe. It's that nearness, and that's what Jesus does for us. Jesus says, hey, I am with you. If we're in a relationship with one another, if you are, you know, are in that relationship that we we're created for, I'm with you, and you don't have to be afraid no matter what you're going through. Jesus went through the most painful, imaginable death. And so he has been through something physically that none of us have ever been through and emotionally he took the weight of all of our sins on the world he was so stressed out that he sweated blood in the garden of gethsemane as he got ready for the crucifixion and no matter how stressed you've ever been i don't think anybody here has ever been so stressed that you sweated blood literally you may have sweated and bleed at the same time but that's different you know that's not the same thing he literally sweated blood 
That's how stressed he was. And that's the kind of torment that Jesus went through. So he knows what we are going through. And still he says, you don't have to be afraid because I'm here. We sang the song tonight. We sang, uh, we sang our God. And in that, there's a, you know, the thing about if our God is for us and who could be against us. And that scripture, that's Romans 8.31. It says, what then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? So when God is with us, you know, when we're with God and he's on our side, we don't have to be afraid of any earthly scenario or situation. And I bet you that almost all of you guys right now can think of something in your life that is causing you stress, that is causing you fear. And, and if you don't have anything right now, trust me, you will have something at some point. But we don't have to worry. We don't have to stress out because we know that God is there with us. Bow your head and close your eyes. We're just going to pray for a few minutes, and tonight's kind of a short night, but I just want you to think about whatever situation you're in right now. Whatever stress has got you, you know, whatever you're stressed out about, whatever has got you worried, or whatever it might be, just begin to think about it. And I want you to imagine kind of a, the metaphorical physical situation what that might be you know it might be dark it might be scary it might feel like you know that you're being pushed on either side like the winds would come at the boat from every side and maybe you're being pushed on either side by friends or by this situation you feel like you're being tossed back and forth but just like when you're little kids and you run up to your dad for safety you're scared at night you, you run up to your mom or dad you say hold me i don't want to go That's what God is for us. It's no accident that one of the names for God is Father in the Bible. One of the things that God says is, I'm your Father. I'm your Abba, your Daddy. And just like our earthly parents serve as that comfort and that strength when we're scared and we think we can't go through things, in the same way God himself serves as our Father, as our Daddy. And he wants to be our comfort in the time of fear and in the time of trouble. Heavenly Father, I just pray tonight, God, that you would be our comfort. Lord, as we go through stressful situations at school and as we go through stressful situations at home and there may be families that are in crisis, there, there are health situations I know that are represented here. God, there are stressful situations as as, as some of us prepare for a new stage in life, and we're very close to that, Lord. And, and God, just that, that in every situation where we might be afraid, we might be afraid of the future, we might be afraid of the present, we might be afraid of whatever, God. We know that you are with us. God, we don't have to wonder whether or not you're going to be near. We don't have to wonder whether or not the situation is going to change, because it doesn't matter whether or not it does what matters is that you are close. God, I pray that you would calm us, that the Holy Spirit would be just all over us when we're in those times, comforting and bringing peace to our hearts and to our minds. God, that the Spirit would just overwhelm us with a peace that passes all understanding. Lord, that instead of being afraid of the situation, we would be bold, God, and we would be strong, like you told Joshua, to be strong and courageous in the face of adversity, that through your power, because we know that you are near, we are safe and we are okay because you've got the situation in control.
God, I just pray a peace over every student right now, Lord. A peace over every student. God, you know the situations that they're struggling with. You know the issues that, that are going on. Keeping your eyes closed and your heads bowed. If, you, if you've got something right now that's happening, something that you're stressed out over, just raise your hand. I'm not going to mention you by name. I'm not going not gonna to say anything. I just want to... Okay, I see that. Thank you, guys. God, you know who's going through what right now. And God, I just pray a special peace. God, I pray a special comfort on us. Lord, so that you can be glorified so that when we come out the other side of it stronger, somebody can say, hey, what happened? How did you get through that? And we can, we can say, you know, it wasn't because of me. It wasn't by my strength or by my power, but it was by the Spirit of Jesus in my life. God, that in our struggles, you would be made strong. In our weakness, you would be made strong. And, and that would show off and show out to those around us. Lord, is a testimony that, you know what? Yes, that time was hard. Yes, that period was difficult. And, and I didn't always know what I was going to do. But I knew that God was with me. And he helped me get through that. God, I just pray right now that whatever we're going through, you would stay with us. God, let us draw closer to you in our relationship. Let us not get weary in doing what is right, Lord, but let us continue to be to, to, to seek you and to seek your face and to seek that relationship with you, God. And I just pray that you would strengthen us in our hardest times. God, I pray for every sickness that is represented here. Pray for every person that's stressed with school. God, that every person that's going through something at home, you, you know every need. And so I pray that you would just have authority and dominion in everything. God, we love you. We thank you. In the name we pray. Amen.